Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 podcast with Ray in London, Cam in Georgia. I nearly said Florida again. I just, old habits are hard. How are you yep. doing, Cam? Um, want to talk about a few things today. So, how, how you been? Good. Bit depressed after that game. Yeah, boring, yeah. boring football. Boring, boring Tottenham. Was it any surprise that we went one nil down against Villa? Tell us your thoughts about the match, and then I'll have a few I comments. I thought probably some of the most. I thought paint drying would be better than that match. The first half was the most lackluster, most uh, out, out, out. Just absolutely disinterested team that absolutely showed nothing. What was it? Zero shots on target. Um, even when Son was offside, he couldn't still couldn't score it. Most. I mean, it was so so bad. I, I don't. I don't think I can remember. I mean, we keep saying this every week in week out, right? But I can't remember a time when I was so bored and put off from even wanting to watch the game. I mean, I had to force myself to turn my head towards the TV to watch the yeah. game. It was so That's bad. It. That's actually quite an interesting observation. So I just wanted to tell you, I was watching the match and I thought, I can't watch this anymore. So I actually turned it over and I'm going to be hated for this. But I actually started watching the Chelsea, Nottingham Forest match because more action, more injury. You had two teams actually trying to want to win. Here mm. you had just Tottenham sitting around doing nothing and making Aston Villa look like world beaters. I mean, I knew we said before that we were going to lose at Villa, but we don't mind losing with a fight or with some passion and some tenacity and some will to win. There's nothing in this team at all. I mean... What do you, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And I think it's starting to affect people like Son and Kane. Kane didn't play well. He missed that one-on-one with Martinez, etc. You know, can this get any worse, this team? And they look like every time, every week we speak about it, they seem to be getting worse. Hmm. Well, like you said, I mean, I wish the Eurovision Song Contest had started. That would have been a lot better than this game. I mean, that's how bad it was. Um I, I don't, I mean, you've summed it up. I don't know what else, what anyone else can say. I mean, there was just, you try and pick out something, somebody, anything in that game. And all you can pick out is a bunch of losers. And you can pick nobody out. There's nobody or anything in there that, that, that you would have said in that first half. The only person I thought who played half decent in the first half, and this is a real push, was probably Emerson Royale with a few last ditches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least he showed he could defend a bit. Otherwise, that one nil would have been another four nil. I would have said easily. And the worst thing is we can't blame Eric Dyer, can we? Because he was from the. Although we could maybe blame him because transmitting bad defending from the bench. But again, you know, a rash tackle from Romero on the edge of the box gives away a free kick. Douglas Luiz scores. You know, this is just. I, I really don't know what to say. There's nothing more we can say about it. You know, it's just. The season can't end soon enough, can it? No, no it's, it's ill-disciplined. This team's got no discipline. They've got no understanding. They were um, out of form. They don't care. When you don't care, and you know when you're uh, just about, you've got a, new, a great new job and you're just about to leave your, your job, your employer knows in your last couple of weeks they're not going to get much out of you, are they? This is what no. it feels like. Every yeah. single one of them has got another job and they just can't wait to leave. That's what it felt like to me. I don't know if you saw Kulusevsky take a shot in the second half. Did you see that? Yeah. 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 Sky. I mean, what, what the, I, I mean, Ray, you could have taken a better shot. Yeah, I could have better shot. And another option he had, he could have tried to get it to Harry Kane, but he tried he to score. There's no way he's going to score from there. He didn't care. He's already read they don't want him. He don't want to be there. Why would you play him? Why would you even put him on the bench? Why would you even I do anything? Know. You know what, as I said, half time I actually turned over to a different match. So I don't actually know the second half, what happened. I'm just flitting in and out of it, really. So, again, for the first goal, 
Again, who was on the right side got done. Ball across. Pedro Porro's having a fag. This guy walks in front of him and scores. You know, it just doesn't change, does it, Cam? No, it doesn't change at all. It's absolutely uh, uh, unbelievable. I mean, what can I say? I mean, what I want to say is, what a talk. Can we talk a bit about the offside thing? Yeah, let's talk about offside. I mean, you said that Richarlison was born offside. It seems like Son and Kane were born offside as well. Or Son yeah, definitely was born offside. Other than him learning from them how to play uh, on, uh, you know, learning from Son how to stay onside and make a run. Son's learning from Richarlison how to how to stay offside. I mean, it's almost who could get offside first? Who could run forward the fastest? Who could? Uh, uh, it's like a little sprint, isn't it? I mean. Just the most basic thing about football. What are, what are these guys on? How many millions a year, right? They yeah, I mean, Sun's on 200k a year. And that's what I was saying to you. Is it so difficult to time... A week, sorry. Is it so difficult to time your run so you could stay offside? Come on. It's I know... For, a half, for, for 2k a week, I, I time my run. Yeah. So listen, 200? everybody knows that Unai Emery plays a really high line. So they're playing a really high line. So obviously, the way behind it is to time your run pass through them, and then you're in. It's a really risky manoeuvre, but we couldn't even do it once. And even then, when striker, he did get through, he couldn't score. A, a good striker, every few seasons, every season gets offside a few times. Maybe you Yeah, know, that's fair enough. Yeah. Times, right? Richardson was offside about three times in 20 minutes. I mean, this guy is cannot stay on. I think it must be because he hopes he's offside so that when he fluffs his lines, which he did again, and makes a mess of every chance that he gets, one-on-one, whatever it is, um, he knows he's offside, so he gets away with it. If you take all his offside chances that he's missed as well, you'll see what, how, how poorly this guy's played. I, I mean, Richardson, Kulisevsky, they're a complete... They're, 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 you know, they make Lauren Hardy look like great footballers. Yeah, yeah. there's rumours that... Rumours that Richarlison may be going as well at the end good, of the good. season. They should all go. I mean, I felt like there was not one player on that field that I wanted to stay. Maybe, obviously, you know, when, we know that there's a few that we'd like to keep. But after today's performance, who, who really looked like they were a Spurs player? Well, Skip again looked out of his depth, didn't he? Hoiberg looks disinterested. There's a clip on social media about his defending. It's appalling, really. Appalling. I mean, Pedro Porro, a few... Bits and bobs here. I mean, who else is actually showing anything? They've actually gone to the beach already. I've got a feeling that Leeds are going to beat him and then Brentford are going to beat him as well. I don't think there's anybody in this team that cares a jot about the fans, about the about the uh, about their their own personal credibility. What about them as people, as footballers, as professionals, earning yeah. millions here? What are they? Yeah. What the hell is going on? I don't care about the manager. I don't care about the owner. I care about you, who is out there to perform. If they were my employees, I'd have to fire every single one of them just on the basis that they've got a job description and they're not performing any part of that job description. What is yeah. going on? I mean, how? Are you allowed to get away with would, would you be allowed to get away with this at work would anybody no, no. be allowed to get away with this at no work? Be... but so how much of this get away is... with it on millions too how much of this is due to the fact i mean how much of this is down to ryan mason suppose we'll talk about the managerial situation but ryan mason is a new uh shining star the prodigal son he's Tottenham shining star, he's been doing this for three seasons and done absolutely nothing every single season he comes in he's a he's a fallback but for fall guy fallback position what, what, what is ryan mason i mean do you think that your team managed by ryan mason is going to win anything going to do anything going to achieve anything that is a question first everybody knows the answer and the answer he is wants no. the job permanently would you give it to him well i mean Yes, you know why? Because it proves to us exactly <laughs> what this team is about and what our ambition He's is. He's a cheap our option. Ambition He's is Ryan Mason. If we don't get Ryan Mason, probably our ambition is someone like, uh, um, what's his name from uh, Leicester? I mean, Brendan, Brendan Rodgers. 
Brendan yeah. Rogers. Oh, I tell you what, right? Well, I forget about Brendan Rogers. Why don't we just go for David Moyes? Try and poach him from West Ham. I mean, this is what this team <laughs> well, is Sam about. Allardyce, Sam Allardyce is going to be for you, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Harry Redknapp but, wants to come back. Harry Redknapp would be better than any of them. Though. I would, I would love Harry Redknapp back. I would love Harry back. So let's now forget about the match because we're good. We lost anyway. I don't really care about that. Let's talk about the managerial situation. Couple of things here. Firstly, Julian Nagelsmann has pulled out of the process or was never they contacted about. They didn't want him. Yeah, he pulled out. Apparently, he wanted some really despicable things like control over over signings, control over, the, you know, working with the sport, who wanted to know who the sporting director is going to be, he wanted to control, control the signings and the transfers. I mean, what manager asked for that? I mean, it's totally, you know, it's totally not, not right to ask for that type of thing, is it? Absolutely, especially at Tottenham. What are you supposed to do is stand there, lose matches and get paid loads of money for it. Throw your yeah. arms up in the air, um, not learn how to play football. As long as he was, as he came in and said, you know what, I'll be as, as big a failure as the other managers, he'd probably get the job. But it doesn't matter. If he would come, he would never do anything. So Julian Nagelsmann's not there. Um, who else is not there? So we've lost. Apparently, we've still got in the hat of the ring, Ryan Mason, Luis Enrique, Arnie Schlott, Zabi Alonso, Brendan Rogers, God knows who else. I mean, does it really matter who gets this job? Why do? Let me ask you a question. Why do we actually care who's the manager? I don't oh, because care. like idiots, we think that we might get top four, we might win something one year, that this is going to be our year, next year is going to be our year, this is going to be our year, this is going to happen, this year is going to happen. I think that one thing we were all very clear about two years ago when, when Conte came in, it was either this or it was nothing. If he couldn't do anything, nobody can do anything. And I think I'm going to stick to that and say now that we've tried everything, there isn't a manager out there that can do anything with this team. We're looking at about a 10-year rebuild in my view. Yeah. Get rid of everybody, get rid of every single player and rebuild from the back and start get rid of the of the chairman start from the top i mean the only good thing coming out of manchester united that the qataris might be available they might be the only ones who can buy out levy and get rid of him you know and rebuild this thing from the top because this we're going nowhere we are going nowhere very 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 fast well the rumor is if the qataris don't get man united they might go for tottenham so we have to hope and pray that jim ratcliffe gets united and the qataris drive them into the ground yeah yeah. With the glaciers together, that'd yeah. be great, and we get the Qatari money because these guys, these guys, they, 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 they've got to go. It's too much, and, and in a way, you were absolutely right. We both said it last time. We didn't necessarily want the win against Villa because this team needs to be humiliated. I mean, they've been humiliated enough. They were humiliated at Newcastle. They were humiliated at Liverpool. Humiliated everywhere we go, uh, and the humiliation mustn't stop. Until we get rid of these, this owners, we get rid of this team, we get rid of whoever the hell has had anything to do with managing this club for the last two years. They all need to be completely, completely cleaned out so we can actually rebuild. And a rebuild is going to take five to ten years, in my view. Yeah. I mean, we owe a big debt of gratitude to Antonio Conte because if it hadn't been for the points he accumulated while he was in charge, we would seriously be in a relegation fight now. I'm telling you, we would seriously be in a relegation fight. Yeah, because we've got no chance. I don't have any hope for us going to Leeds on the last day of the season. We're going to lose that. Brentford will probably turn us over. This is it now, and I hope we don't get. I hope we get Conference League. I hope we. I don't know. And I hope we get Conference League. So Levy loses a lot of money on Europe. I hope we. we I hope get, we get nothing. Because so. even he'll that penny pincher will grab the Conference League money and see it as a victory. I hope yeah. we get eighth position. So you don't want us to get any European football I don't think at all. We will. Then. I think that uh, uh, Brighton have got a lot of games in hand. Um, yeah. And they will get the points. We, as you said, I think we'll be lucky to pick up one point. Mm. If we're lucky, we'll pick up one point. 
Uh, what has happened? I mean, who is a bigger laughing stock in London? Is it Tottenham or Chelsea? Because they're both shambles, a shower of a club. Well, I think Chelsea, Tottenham, because Chelsea have now got Pochettino. So Chelsea are going to, you know, the one manager that we all wanted and had hoping that might come in and do something with this club is now going to our rivals, Chelsea. So if you think we bad, this is even worse. This makes us even look more stupid, more pathetic and more ridiculous as a club. At least they've got the money. They've got the manager. So whatever happens this year, they've got something to look forward to. What the hell have we got to look forward to? Some bloody manager from a lower team in, in Holland, if we're lucky, or Brendan Rodgers. Every failure that exists out there is about to come to Tottenham. That's all we've got to look. They've got Pochettino <laughs> and they've got £600 million. Pochettino's actually, I mean, where do you stand on this? Because a lot of Spurs fans saying Pochettino's dead as far as I'm concerned, going to Chelsea. A lot of fans saying we wish him well, blah, blah. Where do you sit on this, on this subject? Well, I just feel very clearly that I wish he had come here, come back to the club where he wanted to. But that idiot, Levy, didn't even encourage him. We don't want Nagelsmann. We don't want Pochettino. Seems like we don't want anyone who wants to win or be successful. How can you blame the guy? He didn't want to How can you blame him? You can't blame him. I don't blame him, him at all. I think the problem... a big failure at Chelsea. That's because I hate Chelsea, not because I hate Pochettino. Oh, yeah. I just don't want anyone to be successful. But the fact is, if you're a Chelsea fan right now, you're sitting back and thinking, right, we've got the players, we've got the investor, we've got the money. We need a manager that's going to make it happen. Who's going to make it happen? Pochettino's going to make it happen. What have we got to look forward to, Ray? Absolutely that We've got no manager, no team. We've got no money. We've got an idiot running the club. What have, what have we got to look forward to next season right now? We've got absolutely zero to look forward to next season. Now, three seismic events could happen. So Pochettino's two, um, three seismic events could happen that would call this uh, House of Levy to come crumbling down. One, that Pochettino's going to go to Chelsea can be confirmed. The fan base are not going to forgive him for that. Number two, Harry Kane is going to leave. And number three, we're going to be in a relegation fight next season. If Kane leaves and we're in a relegation battle, because we will be, because nobody else is going to do anything, that could be finally the, cam- the straw that breaks the, ca- the Levy camel back. Well, firstly, that he should have been broken years ago. I mean, yeah. the man's got no shame. Pochettino thing, what you want, give a damn. I mean, um, let's face it, Kane going, he'll pocket the 80 million, 90 million. He won't care. Uh, I think the only thing that will maybe shake them up is relegation. And I don't think that even there, he'll care. Why does he care? He's a paid employee at the end of the day. Getting, you know, he's getting a nice fat salary. What's he on? A few million a year? Yeah, he, got himself a, he gave himself a pay rise as well for doing absolutely. So he actually achieved nothing but gave himself a pay rise. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I wouldn't mind that job myself. No, I don't know what. Every time I went to work, I ran my business, lost a load of money, and then could give myself a load of money. I don't know where from. Obviously, it's not his money. Um, yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Let me ask you. A, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up soon now because I know you've got to go. But if you had to compare Tottenham Hotspur to a cartoon character, which cartoon character or which film would you compare Tottenham Hotspur to? Uh, wow, that's a really good question. I'm trying to think of a cartoon character that I would compare compare us to. I mean, we it's almost impossible to say, isn't it? What are yeah, we? I, think, I, th- I think, you know, the, the three little ducks that follow Donald Duck around, yeah. right? Huey, Louie, whatever they are, they're, uh, Dewey. <laughs> Uh, um, I think that's, that's probably who we are as a team. That's how well, front Fred, three. Fred Finst- that's Fred how front Finstone. three. The ones at the back are the Keystone Cops, of course. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, I, th- I think we redefine the movie The Three Stooges to make it The Eleven Stooges. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, actually. I like that, the three studios. I might, I might do that. Ask a question <laughs> oh, yeah, on Twitter. Well, if you had to compare Tottenham to a movie, who would it be? Okay, Cam, great stuff from you, mate. Final thoughts now before we close it off and uh, wait Final till the next is, defeat with Brentford probably, next week. 
sorry, this has been the most depressing season, the end of a season we've ever had. This is a team that doesn't care, doesn't give a damn. That performance today was the most lackluster, most horrific performance. I think you'd get a better performance here in the in the Ryman League than you did what you saw for the first half of, of Tottenham Hotspur. And you'd get a better a bet, better players in the Ryman League than you see from this team. I, I, I wish none of them well. I wish them all bad. And I wish that they never played for our club. And finally, on Harry Kane, do you think he's going to leave at the end of the season, or do you think he's going to see out and leave? If on I was Harry Kane, you were Harry Kane. What would you do? You I'd leave straight him. away. I'd straight leave straight away. away. But then it's up to Daniel Levy if he doesn't ask for stupid money. Mentally, he's so, gone. Mentally, everybody's checked gone. out. They've yeah, all checked out. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Cam. Thanks very much for your time again. Really appreciate all your thoughts. Uh, we'll yeah. see you next week, hopefully after the Brentford game. After and we, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to give you the the honor of closing the the podcast with some final sage thoughts from the mouth of uh, Cam. I think that we've gone from being a top four team to a top ten team. Um, and I think that we will do pretty well uh, if we do manage to make eighth. So my prediction is Tottenham Hotspur, come on you Spurs, eighth position it is. Come on you Spurs. Thanks Cam. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.